Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Chaitanya Charitamrita Anchalila Rupa Goswami's second meeting with the Lord Where's the first meeting described? All the great scholars Yeah which gat? Dwat. Uh, Dwat. He has twelve. You have ten. Dashashamita guy. That's Yeah. And uh, which cha- which chapter is that? Chapter nineteen. It's called Rupa Shiksha. Rupa Shiksha. Instructions to Bhagavatam. Then right after that, about four chapters is uh, Sanatana Shiksha. And Prabhupada says that at, uh, the instructions to Rupa Goswami later became the basis of the other books like Nectar of Devotion, Bhakti Rasmita Sindhu. So here we have a second eating. Okay. Falguna Langayate Shailim. Sorry. Pangun Langayate Shailim. Mukam avartayach trutam. Yakripa tamaham vande. Krishna chaitanyam ishvaram. I offer my obeisances to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by whose mercy even a lame man can cross over a mountain and a dumb man can recite Vedic literatures. Because now we say a speech impaired person. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Durgame patime boy. Durgame patime dasya. Skalat pada gater muhu. Swakripa yasti danena. Swakripa yasti danena. Santa sant avalambanam. My path is very difficult. I am blind, and my feet are slipping again and again. Therefore, may the saints help me by granting me the stick of their mercy as my support. Shri Rupa Sanatan Bhattaraguna Shri Jiva Gopala Bhattadasaraguna Echai Gurum Karum Charana Vandan Yahahoyte Vignana Sabhista Puran Sound familiar? 
sense. And Naratam Das is, is, is pleasurizing his song, right? He's <laughs> stealing stuff from the you know, Krishnadas Kavira. Sri Nankirtan. Sri Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Prabhu says, if one wants to benefit the entire world, you will certainly find persons like hogs and pigs who will put forward many impediments. That is natural. But if a devotee seeks shelter at the lotus feet of the six Goswamis, the merciful Goswamis will certainly give the Lord's servitor all protection. It is not astonishing that impediments are placed before those who are spreading the Krishna consciousness movement all over the world. Nevertheless, if we adhere to the lotus feet of the six Goswamis and pray for their mercy, all impediments will be annihilated, Jai, and the transcendental devotional desire to serve the Supreme Lord will be fulfilled. Jayatam Surato Pangor, Jayatam Surato Pangor, Mamamanda Matergati, Matsarvaswa Padambo Jao, Matsarvaswa Padambo Jao, Radamadana Mohano, Glory to the all-merciful Radhamadan Mohan. I am lame and ill-advised, yet they are my directors, and their lotus feet are everything to me. Divya Vrindaranyan Kalpadrumadha Srimad Ratnagara Singhasanasto Srimad Radha Shoy Srila Govinda Deva Kastalivi Sevyamanos Marami In the Temple of Jewels Underneath a desire tree, Shishi Radha Govinda, served by their most confidential associates, sit upon an effulgent throne. I offer my humble obeisances to them. Sriman Rasa Rasa Rambi. Bhangsivata Tatasti Taha Karshan Venus Vaner Gopir Gopinata Shri Estunaha Shishila Gopinata who originated the transcendental mellow of the Rasa dance stands on the shore at Bhangsivata and attracts the attention <coughs> of the cowherd damsels with the sound of his celebrated flute. May they all confer upon us their benedictions. Jaya Jaya Shri Chaitanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya Veta Chandra Jaya Gora Bhakta Vrinda Madhyalila Sangshepeti Karilun Varnan Antilila Varnakichu Shuni Bhakti Gan Madhyalila Madhye Antilila Shute Gan Purva Grante Sangshepeti Kariyachivan I have briefly described the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Madhya Now I shall attempt to describe something about his last pastimes, which are known as Anchalila. I have briefly described the Anchalila in codes within the Madhya I am now almost invalid because of old age, and I know that at any moment I may die. Therefore I have already described some portion of the Anchalila. Purport by Srila Prabhupada.
following the footsteps of Srila Krishnadas Kaviraj, I am to tra- trying to translate the Bhagavad literatures as quickly as possible. However, knowing myself to be an old man, we have some marvelous out of there. I am trying to translate the Bhagavad literatures as quickly as possible. However, knowing myself to be an old man and almost invalid because of rheumatism, I have already translated the essence of all literatures. What is the essence of all literatures? The tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam as a summary study in English. Right? I started the Krishna consciousness movement at the age of 70. Now I am 78, and so my death is imminent. I am trying to finish the translation of Srimad Bhagavatam as soon as possible. But before, but before finishing it, I have given my readers the book Krishna, the Supreme Personality of God. So that if I die before finishing the whole task, they may enjoy this book, which is the essence of Srimad Bhagavatam. Krishna book Kida. Hot milk and Krishna book Kida. May I die my sleep. Porvalikita Granta Sutra Anvishare Yenahi Likitata Likie Vistare. In accordance with the codes previously written, I shall describe in detail whatever I have not mentioned not mentioned. When Chitanya Mahaprabhu returned to Jagannath Puri from Vrindavan, Sukdamadar Gosanyi immediately sent news of the Lord's arrival to the devotees in Bengal. Upon hearing that news, Manusachi and all the devotees of Navadweep were very joyful. They all departed together for Nilachala. Thus all the devotees of Kulinagram and Srikanda, as well as the Vaita Acharya, came together to meet Shivananda Sain. Shivananda Sain arranged for the journey. He maintained everyone and provided residential quarters. While going to Jagannath Puri, Shivananda Sain allowed a dog to go with him. He supplied food and maintained it. One day when they needed to cross a river and a Rissan boat down would not allow the dog to get in his boat. Shivananda saying uh, unhappy that the dog had to stay behind, paid the boatman ten pana of conch shells to take the dog across the river. One day while Shivananda was detained by a tollman, his servant forgot to give the dog its cooked rice. At night when Shivananda returned and was taking his meal, he inquired from the servant whether the dog had gotten its meal. When he learned that the dog had not been supplied food in his absence, he became very unhappy. He immediately sent ten men to find the dog. When the men returned without success, Shivananda Sain became very unhappy and fasted for the night. In the morning, they looked for the dog, but it could not be found anywhere. All the Vaishnavas were astonished. Yeah. Thus, in great anxiety, they all walked to Jagannath Puri, where Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met them as usual. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went with them to see the Lord in the temple, and, and, and on that day he too also took lunch in the company of all those devotees. As previously, the Lord provided them all with residential quarters, and next morning all the devotees came to see the Lord. When all the devotees came to the place of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they saw that the same dog was sitting a little apart from the Lord. Furthermore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was throwing the remnants of green coconut pulp to the dog, Smiling in his own way, he was saying to the dog, uh, Rama, Krishna, Hari, Kaha. <laughs> right? Chant the names, holy names, Rama, Krishna, and Hari. Seeing the dog eating the green coconut and chanting, Krishna, 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 Krishna. 
again and again. All the devotees present were very much surprised. When he saw the dog sitting in that way and chanting the name of Krishna, Shivananda, because of his natural humility, immediately offered his obeisances to the dog just to counteract his offenses to it. Not the dog raised his paw or not. <laughs> the next day no one saw that dog for it obtained its spiritual body and departed for Vaikuntha, the spiritual kingdom. Papa's purport. This is the result of Sadhu Sangha, consequent association with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and promotion back home, back to Godhead. This result is possible even for a dog by the mercy of the Vaishnava. Therefore, everyone in the human form of life should be induced to associate with devotees by rendering a little service, even by eating prasad, and not to speak of chanting and dancing. Everyone could be promoted to Vaikuntha Lok. It is therefore requested all of our devotees in the ISKCON community become pure devotees, so that by their mercy, all the people of the world will be transferred to Vaikuntha Lok. Even without their knowledge, everyone should be given a chance to take prasad, and thus be induced to hear the holy names Hare Krishna and also dance in ecstasy. By these three processes, all the perform without knowledge or education, even an animal went back to Godhead. Die. Bhapadaki. Die. So we have uh, some disciples in Spain. Tirta Kirti Das, Lakshman. Uh, what's it called? What's it called? Bass player. I mean, the bass player's name. He's a real, he's a real solid guy. <laughs> yeah. But they, they you know, Titikiri's been playing guitar since like six years old or something like that. And Titikiri Karunika, he's a pretty famous, you know, musician at ISKCON. Titikiri Karunika, yeah. And he says, wow, he's good. <laughs> he is. So they, they were on the top 40 with one of their songs, you know. And then uh, I was in Spain visiting and they had a tour. Actually, their tours were being arranged by, by Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Pepsi Cola. So they had a tour, they were going to different places. And one of the places was a uh, town in northern Spain. And Spanish culture goes back a long time, you know, before Columbus, I mean, before, before the uh, birth of Christ. You know, Caesar was there, and there's still remnants. Galica was, was the name then. So Caesar invaded there, and so it's you know, a very old culture. So anyway, there one town in northern Spain, they were having their, their anniversary. And, you know, they, they sponsor some program, some fair, some festival. And every town has a, a square in the middle like that, a, a plaza where people come. So they organize a big program all day long. At nighttime, there are bands. And usually in Spain, it's like uh, in India sometimes, too. There's, you, you know, about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you close everything because it's too hot and everybody goes home and rests, has lunch and talks. And at about 4 o'clock, you come back, open up the shop. Nobody stays out till about nine at nine o'clock or nine or something like that, ten o'clock. So same way, this whole program was going on. We got there, and uh, they started the program. I think about nine o'clock at night. They started this program. I was following this. You know, always, you know, Spanish guys are a lot of drinking beer and smoking. <laughs> Other people like families eating ice cream. You know, big whole big scene like that. You know? So the first great first band was uh, Big Sky. <laughs> from Oakland, California. <laughs> I talked to them. And they'd been to the temple in Berkeley and take a prasad on me. It was just like every place. You know? And the second group was uh, Las Fresendas, Fresendas Rebeldes, the Rebellious Strawberries. Yeah, Rebellious Strawberries. And they were like an all-girls, kind of aggressive rock band. <laughs> 
And then finally, it was time for Church of Kirti in their group. And their name is uh, Undrop or Undrop. <laughs> it has a double meaning like that. And uh, so they all got fired up and they, they ran out and they're like, you know, they're punk rock type clothes and stuff. <laughs> and then the announcer says, and now, Undrop! And, ah! All these people start screaming, you know. And all these like fourteen-year-old uh, girls are trying to cl- climb on the stage, and Tirti Kitty's wife locks them, throwing them back off the stage <laughs> like that. He belongs to me. It's <laughs> security guards, and they started playing. Their first song is G Jago. Wake up! You're all sleeping in the lap of the witch called Maya, like that. And all these guys are sitting there like, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of like, going like, yeah, it's a fact. You know, kind of like, you know, yeah, it's kind of like, you know. It's like, you know. And then uh, later on during the thing, he, he, he has these big, they have big balloons, about, you know, half the size of this room. They, they, they push out in the audience, you know, he just kind of pops them around. And they make up all this different kind of balloon stuff. It's a really good show. You know. And they put on, like, local hats and start singing kind of, kind of funny fashion, like local style. And everybody just loves it. They're just, it's so flexible. You know? And at one point, he, he, he skateboards right off the stage. The stage is about like six feet tall. So he goes on a skateboard, he goes right off the stage on a skateboard. And his guitar has an electric pickup, right? So he's skateboarding all for the, for the crowd like that with people chasing him, but <laughs> still playing like that. That's, you know, that's good. You know? Other songs went on. And he makes it back on stage again and again like that. You know? So at one point they were, uh, you know, they were it's one song and they were chanting Goranga, you know, Goranga. Everybody else was supposed to respond like that, you know. And so it was going on. It was like about, I don't know, maybe like about, you know, five, six thousand drunken Spaniards and family people and everybody else chanting Goranga, 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 Goranga. It was like, you see, Lord said, in every town and village, my name will be chanted. It was just like happening, you know. And so even without knowing it, these people are <laughs> back in the spiritual world like that. You know, and become pure devotees. And what does pure devotee mean? You know, Prabhupada says they're uh, first, second, and third class pure devotees. And I think in Nectar Devotion we find the same thing. He's talking about Uttama Bhakti, but he talks about Kanista, Majjaman, and Uttama, Uttama Bhaktas. You know. And so Prabhupada says hey, third class devotees are not actually pure devotees. They have so many desires that they become deviated and either they can be deviated in the mode of goodness. You know? They want to see everything nice, they want peace and liberation. They're, Prabhu, I can't stay in the temple anymore. Things are just too irritating here. I'm gonna go do my son in my home and you know. Or in the full mode of ignorance, you know, intoxication, so many nasty things. You know? But their material desires are so strong, you know, that they can't, you know, follow the basic process, really take shelter of of of, of, of guru. Like that, you know? So, okay, if, if we can take a shelter of Guru, you know, Acharya, Jesus Christ, Prabhupada, okay, listen, and the next step, you know, take initiation, get the formal formal agreement, like that, become baptized. You know. And then our, we're very steady, you know, we're fixed, we're members of the school now, we're, you know, fixed there. And so then there's uh, chanting 16 nice rounds a day, and following follow the four principles strictly, right? And that's, that's the basic contract. Prabhupada made it very simple. You know, very simple. You know, every initiated disciple of Prabhupada has to chant 16 nice rounds a day and follow the four principles strictly. Like that. 
And if you start chanting your rounds at you know at three o'clock in the afternoon, don't don't count on them being very good as you're trying to do people. No, you have to. Which is also we require everybody to get up by four o'clock in the morning, attend Mangalarti, you know, so an hour and a half before sunrise, right? Hour and a half before sunrise. So we start getting these habits, and then we start chanting good rounds. We can hear the mantra, and it doesn't mean that we're we're you know spontaneously in love with Krishna. That's still coming. But by practice, we can always remember Krishna and always be engaged in devotional service. Our mind is deviated to different things. But by, by a little caution, I can always bring it back. So it's a Madhya Madhakari, second class devotee. He's a pure devotee by effort. Right? But Uta Madhakari is spontaneous. You know? One time, uh, Satsrup Maharaj, Mahaduti was there with him. And they had this library party or traveling, distributing books to libraries, and very successful. They had techniques and everything. Um, and so it was at one temple for the Sunday feast and Sunday devotees Mars gave a very nice lecture and they had prasad then and uh, you know such Mars was taking prasadam he just took some sabji he was chewing it and one devotee came and said Maharaj that, that preparation was not offered in the Didi's plates and, uh, and Ma Dudi said it was like somebody came to you and said, you know, there's a frog in your subji. <laughs> like, just like, he just like spit it out, like spontaneously. You know, everybody in front of him got like, <laughs> with it, you know. Ma Dudi said it was just like, it was such a spontaneous reaction to not take anything but prasadam. You know, and so, on, you know. so, you know, my uh, uh, Uta is spontaneously just. Yeah, uh, spontaneously reacts the right way. He doesn't have to think about it. He can't do anything else. But in Madhyamadhari stage, he was a little intelligent. We can say, no, I just I shouldn't do that. I'll, I'll, I'll forget Krishna. And, this and, that, you know. and so then, Madhyamadhari desires. So Prabhupada saying basically, many times, that pure devotee also means this. Well, everybody in Yaskan should chant around, get up early, follow principles, and be a pure devotee. And then just by talking with us, just by sharing some food, just by hearing, you know, even unconsciously people will become purified. It's okay. Even ordinary people, even a dog, (laughs) even a software engineer (laughs) can be delivered by this process. (laughs) The most abominable form of existence. All of your endless, endless do-loops and conditional if-statements will not save you at the time of death. Worship Govinda. Same process. Okay, so the dog has been delivered. Achi Divya. You see, this first chapter is full of this fantastic verses and everything else. Ache Dhyavya Lilakari Satchira Nandan Kukurake Krishna Kanya Karila Munchan. Such are the transcendental pastimes of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the son of Mother Sachi. He even delivered a dog simply by inducing it to chant the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna. Meanwhile, following the order of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Goswami returned to Vrindavan. He desired to write dramas concerning the pastimes of Lord Krishna. Right? Pama says that in one purport, the body can do this, he can do that, he can do this and do that. He can write poetry and articles about Krishna. So it's there. Yeah. Yeah. 
In Vrindavan, Bhagaswami began to write a drama. In particular, he composed the introductory verse, verses to invoke good fortune. Like that. And then uh, Bhakti Siddhanta gives a com- commentary about, you know, from different standard Sanskrit literature, there are ways to write dramas that are accepted and not accepted like that. It's not just a matter of just, you know, sentiment. You know? So the Nandi Slok are the, are the invocation verses in the drama. Yeah. On his way to, to Godadesh, Rupa Goswami had been thinking of how to write the action of the drama. Thus he had made some notes and began to write. In this way, the two brothers, Rupa and Anupam, reached Bengal. But when they arrived there, Anupam died. Oh, that's when he died. Who, who's, who, who is his son? You don't know who Anupam's son was? Nobody knows? Jiva Goswami! So, <laughs> something about your master there. Yeah. So, with three brothers, Rupa, Sanat, and Anupam, and Anupam left his body on the way back from Vrindavan to meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah. Rupa Goswami then departed to see uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for he was very, very eager to see him. There was some delay because of the death of Anupam, and therefore Rupa Goswami went to Bengal to see the devotees there. He could not get in touch with them because he had already left. In the province of Orissa, there is a place known as Satyabhamapura. Shrupa Goswami rested there a night in that village on his way to Jagannathpuri. While resting in Satyabhamapura, he dreamed that a celestially beautiful woman had come before him and very mercifully gave him the following order. Amar Natak Prithak Karaha Rachan Amar Kripate Natak Haibe Vilakshan Write a separate drama about me, she said. By my mercy, it will be extraordinarily beautiful. After having that dream, Srila Goswami considered, it is the order of Satyabhama that I write a separate drama for her. I have brought together in one work all the pastimes of Lord Krishna in Dwarka and Vrindavan. Now I, shall divide, now, I, I, now I shall have to divide them into two dramas. Thus absorbed in thought, he quickly reached Daganath Puri. When he arrived, he approached the hut of Haridas Thakur. Out of affectionate love and mercy, Haridas Thakur told Rupa Goswami, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has already informed me that you would be coming here. After seeing the Upala Boga ceremony at the Jagannath Temple, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would regularly come to see Haridas every day. Then, he suddenly arrived there. When the Lord arrived, Rupa Goswami immediately offered his obeisances. Haridas informed the Lord, This is Rupa Goswami offering your obeisances. And the Lord embraced him. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then sat down with Haridas and Rupa. They inquired from one, one another about auspicious news and then continued to talk together for some time. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inquired about Sanatan Goswami, Rupa Goswami explained, I did not meet him. I came by the path on the bank of the Ganges where Sanatan came on the public road. Therefore we did not meet. In Prayag, I heard that he had already gone to Vrindavan. Then Rupa Goswami informed the Lord about Anupam's death. death. After allowing residential quarters, Rupa Goswami and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then left. Then all the Lord's personal associates met Rupa Goswami. On the next day, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu again met Rupa Goswami. With great mercy, the Lord introduced him to all the devotees. Rupa Goswami offered his obeisances under the lotus feet of them all, and all the devotees, by their mercy, embraced him. <coughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu then told Abhaita and Nityananda, You should both, both show your mercy wholeheartedly to Rupa Goswami. May Rupa Goswami, by your mercy, become so powerful that he will be able to describe the transcendental mellows of devotional service. Thus, Rupa Goswami became the object 
of love and affection for all the devotees of the Lord, including those who had come from Bengal and those already residing in Arissa. Every day, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would go see Rupa, and whatever prasad he received from the temple, he would deliver to Rupa Goswami and Haridas Thakur. He would talk for some time with both of them, and then leave to perform his noontime duties. In this way, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dealings with them continued every day. They received the transcendental favor of the Lord. The Book of Swami felt unlimited pleasure every day of Lord Chaitanya coming to talk to him. <laughs> After Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, taking all his devotees with him, performed the Gundicha Marjana festival, worshiping the Gundicha temple, he went to the garden known as Aitota and accepted prasad at a picnic within the garden. When Haridas Thakur Goswami saw the devotees were accepting prasad and chanting the holy name of Hari, they were both greatly pleased. When they, they received the remnants of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's prasad through, the, through Govinda, they respected it, and then both began to dance in ecstasy. And on the next day, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to see Rupa Goswami, the omniscient Lord spoke as follows, Krishna re bahira nahi kariya vraja hoite Raja Chadi Krishna Kabu Na Yana Kahante. Yeah? Do not try to take Krishna out of Vrindavan, for he does not go anywhere else at any time. The Krishna known as Yadu Kumar is Vasudev Krishna. He is different from Krishna, who is the son of Maharaj Nanda. Yadu Kumar manifests his pastimes in the cities of Mathura and Dwarka. But Krishna, the son of Nanda Maharaj, never at any time leaves Vrindavan. After saying this, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went to perform his noontime duties. The Goswami is somewhat surprised. Quote, Sri Satyabhama ordered me to write two different dramas. Now I understand this order has been confirmed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Finally, I wrote the two dramas as one composition. Now I shall divide it and describe the incident in two separate works. I shall write two separate invocations of good fortune and two different introductions. Let me think deeply, deeply about this matter and then describe two different sets of incidents. The two works are... Vidagda Madhava describes Vrindavan, Lalita describes Dwarka and Mathura. The these match up, Vrindavan, Vidagda. Rata Yatra Jogannatha Jarshana Karila Rata Agare Prabhupur Nitya Kirtana Dekila During the Rata Yatra ceremony, Bhagavad Sala or Jagannath. He also saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu dancing and chanting in front of the Rata. When Bhagavad heard a verse uttered by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during the ceremony, he immediately composed another verse dealing with the same subject. I have already described these incidents, but I still wish to add briefly something here. Generally, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recited a verse while dancing and chanting before the Rat, but no one knew why he was reciting that particular verse. Only Sarup Damodar Goswami knew the purpose for which the Lord recited that verse. According to the Lord's attitude, he used to quote another, other verses to enable the Lord to relish mellows. Rupa Goswami, however, could understand the intention of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, unless he composed another verse that appealed to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yaha komara harasa eva hi varas taeva chaitukshapas tekon milita malati surahabaya prauda kadambanalihan sachaivasmitata tata surata viapara lila vidao revaro dasi vetasi taruchale cheta samud kantate. This verse is, yeah, this verse was recited by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
That very personality who stole my heart during my youth is now again my master. These are the same moonlit, moonlit nights of the month of Chaitra. The same fragrance of Malati flowers is there, and the same sweet breezes are blowing from the Kadamba forest. In our intimate relationship, I am also the same lover. If my mind is not happy here, I am eager to go back to that place in the bank of the Reva under, under the Vetasi tree. That is my desire. This is a verse that was recited by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Priya Soham Yam Krishna Sahachari Kurukshetra Militas Tataham Sarada Taridam Ubayo Sangama Sukam Tatapianta Kailan Marura Murali Panchami Dusay Manome Kalindi Polina Vipinayas Prihayati. This was a converse, converse composed by Rupa Goswami. My dear friend, now I have met my old, very dear friend, Krishna, on the field of Kurukshetra. I am the same Radharani, and now we are meeting again. It is very pleasant, but I would still like to go to the bank of the Jamuna, beneath the trees of the forest there. I wish to hear the vibration of his sweet, sweet, sweet flute playing the fifth note within the forest of Vrindavan. After writing this verse in a palm leaf, Rupa Goswami put it somewhere on his thatched roof and went to bathe in the sea. At that time, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu went there to meet him, and when he saw the palm leaf pushed into the roof and saw the verse, he began to read it. After reading the verse, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was overwhelmed by ecstatic love. At that very time, Rupa Goswami returned, having finished bathing in the sea. Seeing the Lord, Rupa Goswami fell flat in the courtyard to offer obeisances. The Lord slapped him mildly in love and spoke as follows. My heart is very confidential. How did you know my mind in this way? After saying this, he firmly embraced Rupa Goswami. I... Oh, wait a second. Yeah, wait a second. Yeah. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took that verse and showed it to Srupa Damodar for him to examine. Then the Lord questioned him, How could Rupa Goswami have understood my heart? The Lord asked. Srupa Damodar replied, I can understand that you have already bestowed your causeless mercy upon him. No one could otherwise understand this meaning. I can therefore guess that previously you bestowed upon him your causeless mercy. Prabhukahe. Rupa Goswami met me at Prayag. Knowing him to be a suitable person, I naturally bestowed my mercy upon him. I thereupon also bestowed upon him my transcendental potency. Now you should also give him instructions. In particular, instruct him about transcendental mellows. So after hearing Lord Chaitanya's instructions in that prayag, which is very nice, it's all very, very analytical, you know, goes up to describing the material world, and it describes the metals of Vrindavan and all these things. Then he told him, now spread this, write, write this, you know, give Shastric support, do all these things. Srupa Goswami paid his obeisances like a stick in front of Lord Chaitanya and said, I cannot possibly do this without your mercy. So Lord Chaitanya then put his foot on his head, like that and gave him inconceivable, un- undeviating, immeasurable power to spread the bhakti cult. Maybe someday Lord Chaitanya put his foot on your head when you pay your basis as a part of the deities. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. said, As soon as I saw the unique composition of this verse, I could immediately understand that you have bestowed upon him your mercy. Palena palakaranam Anumiyate. This is a verse from Naya, or logic. By seeing a result, one can understand the cause of that result. Okay. 
This is a verse from Shema um, Bhagavatam, I think. Yeah. Well, I think this is a verse from the Bhagavatam, but it doesn't say. It doesn't say it here. Yeah. The river Ganges, flowing from the heavenly planets, is full of golden lotus flowers. And we, the inha- we, the residents of those planets, eat the stems of the lo- of the flowers. Thus, we are very beautiful, more so than the inhabitants of any other planet. This is due to the law of cause and effect. For if one eats food in the mode of goodness, the mode of goodness increases the beauty of his body. Mama's purple. One's bodily luster and beauty, one's constitution, one's activities, and one's qualities all depend on the law of cause and effect. There are three qualities in material nature, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 1322. One takes birth in a good or a bad family, according to his previous association with the qualities of material nature. Therefore, one seriously eager to achieve transcendental perfection, Krishna consciousness must eat Krishna Prasad. Where is that Krishna Prasad? <laughs> Such food is sattvic, or in the material quality of goodness. But when offered to Krishna, it becomes transcendental. Our Krishna consciousness distributes Krishna Prasad, and those who eat such transcendental food are sure to become devotees of the Lord. This is a very scientific method, as stated in the, this verse from, oh, this is from the Nala Naishada, Nala Naishada, 1317. Karanam nidanad aditi. If in all of one's activities he strictly adheres to the mode of goodness, he will certainly develop his dormant Krishna consciousness and ultimately become a devotee of Lord Krishna. Unfortunately, the present moment, the bodily constructions of the leaders of society, especially the governmental leaders, are polluted, as described in Srimad Bhagavatam 12, 1, 42. Asangskrita kriya hina rajasa tamasavrita prajaste bhakshayi shanti malacha rajani arupinaha. Such leaders have no chance to purify their eating. Politicians meet together and exchange good wishes by drinking liquor, which is so polluted and sinful that naturally drunkards and mediators develop a degraded mentality in the mode of ignorance. The process of eating in different modes is explained in the Bhagavad Gita, where it is stated that those who eat rice, wheat, vegetable, milk products, and sugar, and fruit are situated in the elevated mode of goodness. Therefore, if we want a happy and tranquil political situation, we must select leaders who eat Krishna Prasad. Otherwise, the leaders will eat meat and drink wine, unless they will be asangskritaha, unreformed, and kriyahinaha, devoid of spiritual behavior. In other words, they will be mlechas and yavanas, or men who are unclean in their habits. Through taxation, such men exploit the citizens as much as possible, and this way they devour the citizens of the state instead of benefiting them. We therefore cannot expect a government to be efficient if it is headed by such unclean malechas and yavanas. Die. Yeah. So back to Tutakirti and Undra. So they, they did one song, which I think was a Bhakti Vinod Thakur song, um, but it was, uh, how'd it go? It was about, it was about Mother Nature, something like that. You know? 
and and they, yeah, they t- translated and modernized. Probably told George Harrison, he said, take these songs about even no talk or, and just put them in modern language like that. You know, and you're a qualified person to do that. So they were doing that, maybe maybe in Spanish. So that, that was then uh, selected as a national anti-drug can- campaign theme song, like that. Oh, you know. And so then there was this big, you know, uh, inauguration of the anti-drug campaign in Spain, and the, uh, the the king of Spain, Carlos something, was there, and the prime minister and all the congressmen, and you know, starlets and you know, newspaper people. And it was a big, you know, almost all the leading people in Spain were there. So it started off by Tirtikirti and them singing their song like that, and everybody applauded. Very nice, and very good, very sweet, you know. And then afterwards, they had Simply Wonderfuls, which they passed out to everybody. <laughs> so all the unclean leaders of everybody from the prime minister to the king of Spain down to these movie stars. And after they passed all the uh, Simply Wonderfuls out, people were coming and asking if there were any more like that. <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. So, you know, yeah, you can distribute prasadam. Yeah. And now their song, the words of their song were put into a... Uh, a secondary school sociology book like that. They, you know, in high school, they have a national book that kids read on sociology. What is life? What are Indians? What is culture? You know. So they came to uh, the Hari Krishna. It's right in there, and they said a one of the uh, sects of Hinduism, which was spread very prominently by Shri A. C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, and is very famous for its uh, chant like this. They didn't say anything good, they didn't say anything bad. But this is in comparison to, not too long ago, maybe like 10 years before that in Spain, when devotees would be physically assaulted as being devil worshippers. Yeah? So they had so much influence on changing people like that. Yeah? So prasadam, so powerful, you know, all over the world. All over the world. Our money point program, we would stay with like you know, ordinary people, you know, the theater directors and... And they would ask, you know, they didn't know we were Hare Krishnas. They thought we were just a Manipuri cultural group. And they would ask, oh, where are you staying? I would say, well, we're staying with the, uh, the, Hare, the Hare Krishna Temple, Iskan Temple. Well, that's right. They're from the same tradition as you are. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah, I was in college. One of my friends took me to one of their their uh, their programs. I had some of their food. It was really interesting. It was like <laughs> so many people had had prasadam. You know? And things are changing in the world. You know, So how can we stand there? Just this... This prasadam is going everywhere, blasting people away like that. So prasadam distribution is so important. You know, one devotee, uh, you know, his, his company, his software company in Silicon Valley, they had a uh, you know, Friday drive. Yeah. Says prasadam and look who walks in. Krishna's mercy. So uh, on one Friday, his office, they had a, co- a cookie cooking competition. And everybody could make cookies, you know, and have them have uh, you know have people judge them whose cookies were the best, like that. So Johnny Boss, he made up these kind of like uh, Oreos, but like a recipe. They were like something a carrot thing, carob carob with a cream filling like that. He had a whole recipe in somebody's cookbook and cooked them and took them there. Maybe about like uh, twelve different kinds of cookies that they cooked, and it was a competition. And he came in, I think, second, you know, and somebody else, you know, cookies were more popular. But he noticed after the whole thing was over, all of his cookies were gone, and the guy in the first place had about one-third left like that. <laughs> so some kind of like thing between the second taste or like the addictive habit like that. And one guy, a Spanish police guy, his, uh, his wife just hated devotees and everything else, and she was like, you know, 
determined not to take facade, not to talk to devotees, and to you know put obstacles in his path every way he could. So when he was out on patrol during the daytime, that's when he would come to the temple because she wouldn't couldn't figure out he was going to the temple then. You know? And then he would then take take their bottles of like uh, drinking water because you buy bottled water in a lot of Europe. He would dump all the water out and put them off and slot them in the bottles. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so there's so many ways, right, to introduce prasadam distribution by Sheshika, our North American Sankirtan leader. He's very, very beautiful deities in his house, very strict worship. But he buys uh, lollipops, right? You know, and probably even approve this. You know? And then offers them in front of his deities like that. And when he's going to India or somebody else, somebody else like that, he has this bag full of lollipops. He says, you're standing in these lines. And he's these back and forth lines waiting to get check your bags and at the airport. I've been sitting there like depressed. He starts passing out lollipops. He gets some line. He's a never gone. And everybody takes one and starts saying, he says, the whole thing just changes. It was like, like a festival because it's got a lollipop. You know, <laughs> different flavors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so many ways to start thinking about it to, um, you know, dis- distribute prasadam like that. And the same that you know, people who eat the mode of goodness, then they, they're guaranteed to become devotees like that. So Subhadamadar is using this as an example of uh, how uh, the, the, uh, the cause can be understood from the effect. Srupa so Goswami is reciting his highly ele- elevated verses, and therefore he knows that he knows that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given him his mercy. Chaturamasya Rahi Gode Vaishnava Chalila Rupa Gosani Mahaprabhu or Charani Rahila. After four months of Chaturmasya, Shravan Badra Ashvin Kartik, all the Vaishnavas of Bengal returned to their homes. But Chitarupa Goswami remained in Jagannapuri under the shelter of the lotus feet of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. One day while Rupa Goswami was sitting was writing his book, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu suddenly appeared. As soon as Haridas Thakur and Goswami saw the Lord coming, they both stood up and then fell down to offer their respectful obeisances. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced them both and then sat down. The Lord inquired, What kind of book are you writing? He held up, held up, a, palm, he held up a palm leaf that was a page of the manuscript. When he saw the fine handwriting, his mind was very pleased. Thus being pleased, the Lord praised the writing by saying... Uh, the handwriting of Rupa Goswami is just like a row of pearls. Have you seen his handwriting? No? But our temple, Krishna Balaram Temple, if you come out and go left towards Vrindavan Town, there's a thing called the uh, Vrindavan Institute. And they have many manuscripts in there. And they have manuscripts of Rupa and Goswami. Okay, and you can look at, look at their handwriting. Like that, you know? And it is. It's, it's, it's like, a, like a row of pearls. It's so flat, so even. So beautiful. It's like, it was like it was produced by machine. While Radhi Garman, his brother Gopal Harif, you know, was doing his master's degree in Boise in engineering. And what he was trying to do is develop, because one lady there is one of the foremost people in optical character readers, like that. He was trying to develop the software to read Sanskrit, <laughs> like that. You know? But she was saying, reading handwriting? No, that's a long way ahead of us, like that. But then he showed her some of the samples of how pundits would write, and she was just amazed how, like, you know, even it was, and how all the characters were formed the same way, like that, you know. Because if you do that, then you can start putting the Vedas through optical character readers, and they'll start producing, you know, right? <laughs> that kind of stuff. I'm not sure how far he got in the project, but it's like that. It's just so beautiful. It's just so satisfying to see his writing and stuff. You know? <clears throat> yeah. 
And then the, while reading the man, while reading the manuscript, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw a verse <coughs> on that page. As soon as he read it, he became overwhelmed with ecstatic love. I do not know how much nectar the two syllables Krishna have produced. When the holy name of Krishna is chanted, it appears to dance within my mouth. When, when then we then desire many, many mouths. When that name enters the holes of the ears, we desire many millions of ears. And when the holy name dances in the courtyard of the heart, it conquers the activities of the mind, and therefore all the senses become inert. Yeah, this is Vidagdamada 115. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chanted this verse, Haridas Thakur, upon hearing the vibration, became jubilant and began dancing and praising its meaning. One has to learn about the beauty and transcendental position of the holy name of the Lord by hearing from the revealed scriptures from the mouths of devotees. Nowhere else can we hear of the sweetness of the Lord's holy name. Thus Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced both Haridas and Rupa and left for the seaside to perform his noontime duties. On the next day, after visiting the temple of Jagannath as usual, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu met Sarvabhama Bhattacharya, Ramananda Roy, and Sarup Damodar. Right? They all went together to see Rupa Goswami, and on the way the Lord greatly praised Rupa Goswami's qualities. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu recited the two important verses, he felt great pleasure. Thus, as if he had five mouths, he began to praise his devotee. The two verses are Priyo Soham and Tunde Tandavine. Just to examine Sarvabhama Bhattacharya and Ramananda, the Lord began to praise the transcendental qualities of Rupa Goswami before them. Characteristically, characteristically, the Supreme Personality of Godhead does not take seriously any offense committed by a pure devotee. The Lord accepts whatever the small service a devotee renders as being a great service that he is prepared to give even himself, not to speak of other benedictions. The Supreme Personality of God, who is known, who is known as Purushottam, the greatest of all persons, has a pure mind. He is so gentle that even if his servant is implicated in a great offense, he does not take it very seriously. Indeed, if his, indeed, if his servant renders some small service, the Lord accepts it as being very great. Even if envious persons blaspheme the Lord, the Lord never manifests his anger against him. Such are his great qualities. This is uh, Bhakti Rasamita Sindhu 2.1.138. So where is that? Which part of the Bhakti Rasamita Sindhu is it? Two. What does two mean? Huh? Southern, southern part. Yeah. Only four parts. One, two, three, four. Southern part. And that's discussing Bhava Bhakti. And the first part is the first wave, which is going to be... Uh, huh? Yeah, no, it's the first wave in the southern part, in the southern part of the ocean. It's going to be, uh, 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 Anubhava. No, 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 no. It means it's stimulation. Vibhava. Vibhava. All the stimulation for love of God. So this is one of the things Rupa Goswami is citing then as something which stimulates people to love Krishna. Because he's so generous. When Haridas Thakur Bhagavad saw that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had come with his intimate devotees, they immediately fell down like logs and offered prayers to the lotus feet. Where they come now. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sarabhama Bhattacharya, 
uh, was it Sud Damodar and who else? Ramananda Roy. Okay. <laughs> like logs. Yeah. Wow. The Book of Swami and Haridas Thakur sat at the foot of the elevated place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was sitting. And although everyone asked them to sit on the same level as the Lord and his associates, they did not do so. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu ordered Bhagavad Swami to read the verse that had been previously heard, Bhagavad Swami, because of great shyness, did not read it, but instead remained silent. And then Sukhdamadar began to recite the verse. When all the devotees heard it, their minds were struck with wonder. Priyosoham, Priyaksoyam Krishna Sahachari. My dear friend, I have met my very old and dear friend, Krishna, on the field of Kurukshetra. I am the same Radharani, and now we are meeting together. It is very pleasant, but I would still like to go to the bank of the Jamuna, beneath the trees in the forest there. I wish to hear the vibration of his sweet flute playing the fifth note within that forest of Vrindavan. After hearing this verse, both Ramananda Roy and Sarvabhama said to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Without your special mercy, how could Rupa Goswami have understood your mind? Ramananda Roy admitted that previously Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had empowered his heart so that he could express elevated and conclusive statements to which even Lord Brahma had no access. Had you not previously bestowed your mercy upon him, they said, it would not have been possible you know, for him to express your, your internal feelings. And then here is a very important purport. Uh, Papa says, the, devotee acknowledge, the devotees acknowledge Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's special mercy upon Rupa Goswami in the following words. You know this verse? This is a very important verse. This is the verse which specifically states that Rupa Goswami is the Acharya for understanding Lord Chaitanya. Otherwise, there are so many groups that claim to be followers of Lord Chaitanya. Aulas, Baulas, Kiratas. Sri Chaitanya Manobhistam Stapitam Jainabhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahayam Tadati Svaparantikam A special, you know, when was Sri Rupa Goswami Prabhupada, who was established within this material world, the mission to fulfill the desire of Lord Chaitanya, give me shelter under his lotus feet. The special function of Rupa Goswami is to establish the feelings, the feelings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His feelings are his devo- desires that his special mercy be spread throughout the world. Priti Viti Achiyata Nagar Adigram Sarvata Prachara Hoibi Moranam. His desires that all over the world, everyone in every village and every town know Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu yeah. and his Sankirtan movement. We were discussing earlier about Chirta Kirti and the group in Spain. It's it is drunken Mexicans in the village. Not Mexican, Spaniards. <laughs> drunken Spaniards. <laughs> chanting and singing and, you know, this thing, chanting, Goranga, Goranga. It was just incredible, 10 o'clock at night. Thousands of them. Yeah. These are the inner feelings of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sri Goswami committed to writing all these feelings of the Lord. Now again, with the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the same feelings are being spread all over the world by the servants of the Goswamis. And devotees who are pure and simple will appreciate this attempt. As concluded, concluded by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, however, those who are on the level of hogs and dogs will never appreciate such an attempt. Yet this does not matter to the preachers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's cult. For all over this world, they will continue to perform this responsible work, even though persons who are like cats and dogs do not appreciate them. Nine. So, standing stop here. It's a fantastic chapter. It goes on like that. And then they started asking me about the content of Idagda Madhava and Lalita Madhava. And many of the verses are presented with little comments by uh, 
you know, Shubhdhamadar and Ramananda Roy about the, the quality, the correctness like that. It's about as far as I've gotten. And of course, this is very integrated with our, the course we're giving at Radhadesh on uh, you know, Nectar of Devotion. Because here we see them, maybe Dr. Madhava like that. So little by little, all these things start to fall in place when we begin to appreciate what's happening. In the beginning, yeah, maybe we're like hogs and dogs, you know, but somebody gives us some prasadam, right? You know? And they were eating, eating chicken, fried chicken. You know, you, you meet Indians who've come from India, what are they doing now? They're eating fried chicken from Colonel Sanders, Kentucky fried chicken. It's a fat, you know? And, and eating chocolate ice cream and, you know, watching the latest DVD video, you know? But they get to start getting prasadam, you know? And, uh, you know, in the temple in Boise, uh, Natru says that none of the ladies are anymore cooking any chapatis at home, you know. So all these people come on Sunday, they're eating chapatis like left and right. <laughs> it's like <laughs> real food, you know, like that, you know. So with Prasad, you know, in, in our center in uh, Peru, and in, in uh, what's the place uh, where the moms are famous? Uh, oh boy, that's not just It's up in the mountains where the power with the big. Fortresses. Cusco. Cusco. You were there. You were there. Remember the restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. How old was that restaurant? It was good. Yeah, it was old, huh? Yeah, old. It was like, you know, it had like uh, hand cut wooden planks for the floors and stuff and a little clay, you know, by thing. It was right in the downtown area. It's a very mystical place. It's about, boy, I don't know, like about 12,000 feet in the airport. Denver is very proud of being the mile high city, you know, 5,000 feet. Well, you're standing in Cusco looking down, Denver is, is 7,000 from over a mile below you. If you drop something on Denver, it'll take two minutes for it to reach Denver. <laughs> so when you get off the airplane, the Red Cross is standing there with watching everybody with oxygen like that, you know, like that. Because some people get off and just pass out, you know, it's like, because, you know, it's 12, the oxygen level is so low. But it's a very, very spiritual place, very intense, beautiful, fantastic architecture, like that. And our restaurant is there. And it's, I mean, it's a fantastic place because, you know, tourists are like people with, with some money and some intelligence. You know? And then and these are like people coming to Cusco because they're like, you know, looking for something spiritual and they find something like that. So they're always young, like 25-year-old German tourists and you know, couples and groups and all traveling there. And so and every single international tour book lists that restaurant. And most of our restaurants around the world listed as sources of vegetarian food. So so many people are coming. And uh, it's all cooked by devotees. You know, they have these very, very nice uh, apple cakes. And you know, they're very nice. You know. So he, he said, uh, Raghavaram, the devotee is running the whole place. And he, he says it's very, it's kind of weird, but it's counter counterintuitive but when the cakes are cooked very nicely and very symmetrical and everything very even you know they sell but when it's a little off off shaved or it's a little burned on one side people buy it even faster because <laughs> there's like you know, some human being made it it's obvious it was made by a human being it wasn't made by a machine like that you know and they just sell you know there's unlimited quantities of prasadam like that you know so and trying to follow in the footsteps of, you know, of, of uh, you know, Srila Prabhupada with prasadam distribution and the literature distribution, you know. And it would be a pretty, pretty, wherever you go, wherever you meet, just find some way to talk about Krishna, like that. 
Papa said, photocopy my purports, you know, put them in different ways. Oh, right now we have. <laughs> this so happens right here. Of course, you've been doing a lot of stuff here. We've been doing Light of the Bhagavad, you know, for uh, last week. We'll do our, our big program on Saturday, you know. So today we went off with, with permission from the BBT. I have copyright permission for this. The book we had, we just made uh, color photocopies today, like that. Kinko's has uh, color, color copies on half price. And this is a miracle of American technology, right? Everybody has their place. You know? you know, God, in India, I saw photocopy machines that looked like they were from, you know, it was like from the Civil War or something. <laughs> 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 I'm laughing. I just photocopied. I was there in 19- <laughs> 1984. 1984 was there. 1984. Had to make some photocopies. 1984. And the guy was like, he'd, 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 uh, now it's better. <laughs> it did well in some places. In the villages, it's still. You know, he would push the button, and he would pull out this electrostatic plate, shake it, and put it back in, and push the button again. So somehow it was a process, an electrostatic process, by which graphite particles were being attracted to the plate and printing from that. <laughs> so every single thing you'd take out and shake the plate, it was part of the process like that. That was some kind of, you know, primordial photocopy machine. Like that. You know, sitting there watching, it took about like, you know, one, one minute for each copy like that. You know, I said, oh, go yes, there's a photocopy shop there. You go there. Just like that. <laughs> anyway. But yes, everybody, you know, Prabhupada says even in a hundred years, India will not catch up in the West in technology. He said, because that is what they're born for. India is not the place for technology. India is the place for philosophy, cultural life. So let these Germans do this. (laughs) But we'll give them the content. The content. So this is the book that you've seen it before. But it's very nice with a spiral binding because then you can just lay it flat in the scriptures. What does this represent? This actually represents all the atheistic groups that are, you know, the Shaivas and all these people who are presenting things contrary to the Vedic culture, which just overfloods the walls of the Vedic, yeah. the Vedic injunctions and spreads everywhere like that. This might be it, I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. so anyway, we're trying to print this thing still, because photocopying it costs like about $45 to copy the book like this. It's 50 cents for each page, 45 pages. What is that? 50 pages. So we got like $25 just to photocopy it. And then $5 for the binding is 30 And then the black and white pages, we hopped over another machine to the black and white pages. Like, you know, like that it was like about uh, $5 more. You know, so we're talking pushing like 30 Yeah, it was a little more somewhere other than $30. Yeah. 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 You can probably get it on cheaper at uh, copy.com. <coughs> but then you have to, what do you have to do? Oh, it's a place here? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, too. You know, it's kind of fine like that. But so if anybody really wants a copy, we, we have copyright to do this. You know, they, they, they admitted that we weren't printing it, so if you have on-demand basis, you can print up Xerox copies and distribute like that. You know. It was a small donation of the BBT, the Spanish BBT. And again, we're working on Spanish and English, and so many obstacles are being put in put on our path by the hogs and dogs or, or whatever, <laughs> by nature, but oh, still, it's because it's so motivating. This. You know, again and again, people said Prabhupada will come back in the evening in, in Bombay. In Bombay or Delhi? This is in Delhi. And it was Delhi, Bombay, I can't remember which it was. Yeah, all day he'd be out preaching with no results. He'd come back and sit. People could watch him from across the other patio. And, just, you know, Baba, Babaji would come back and sit down. He looked just, like, so tired. And he said he would sit there for some time. 
and he would get his intelligence back together, you know, like that, and go take a bath and then cook for Krishna, have an RT, take prasadam and sing and be enthusiastic again like that. So the evening program is so important, right, to get your enthusiasm back after all day, all day like that. So we've suffered so many obstacles to get this thing done, and it's, it's, for me, it's a great satisfaction just to see a dish like this, you know, you know, like that, in Spanish and English. So this went to original pictures. In el, in el otoño hay un diferencia abismal entre el día y la noche. Durante el día, el intenso calor del sol es insoportable. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So Sp- Spanish is so beautiful, huh? Personally speaking, Spanish is a better language for Krishna consciousness than English. It's quite like Hindi. It's a very kind of nice language. Yeah, something. Okay. This was the original pictures. Uh, Prabhupada got it uh, printed uh, at the before his Japan tour. This was the original pictures. Prabhupada got it uh, painted before his Japan tour. Japan tour? No, it was 61. Prabhupada was invited to go, right. but he couldn't go. So I, I think even when Prabhupada left his body, the project still wasn't undertaken. But he had painted. He had described the pictures. But they weren't painted. They weren't painted. And then I think it was Tomal Krishnamars and the uh, Hong Kong BBT Migirai Marsh, who then found the artists, gave them the descriptions, talked to them, and she then met Lee Shuang, and she said it was just a, you know. Her perfection of her career it was just an unusual, amazing experience to be able to paint the pictures like that. And the movie, which we'll maybe show Saturday after everything, uh, again, the, the director who did that in Peru said it was just amazing. Things just were happening one after another they couldn't expect to produce the movie. So now there's the, there's the book, there's the paintings. You've seen some of those. Those are like reproductions of very good quality and they're available also for sale if you like a certain one. And the uh, the art, the book, and a movie, you know, and PowerPoint shows, and this is what I wanted. So we're encouraging everybody. Some people, this is, you know, so many kinds of food for life. I know people just love this. This is their life. We're going out and distributing prasadam to to people who are hungry. Who, you know, appreciate it. Other people, bhakti Riksha programs. It's just they see this. How this how it's how you can invite people, your friends, to come, and they can all become devotees. You know? So this is one aspect, one way of preaching Krishna consciousness. So the way is to find your particular position. And Prabhupada says, every salesman has a different technique. You've got to develop your own technique, which you can look at other people and get you know, ideas and also get courage, you know, motivation like that. But in the end, yeah, it says that by Lord Chaitanya's desire, you know, this, 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 you know, this, 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 be unlimitedly determined, right? And you see that things will happen. Even a dog... Even a dog can dance, dance and take part in this movement. So any comments or questions? Vidagda Madhava. So what does it mean? Vidagda Madhava? Vidagda, I don't know what it means. I think maybe it means a little bit joking type. It means a character. It's a character description. And Lalita, I think, means very brilliant and shining. But Vidagda, I think, means a little bit more like funny. Humorous like that. So Krishna Vrindavan is more like that, joking and little, what's the word, like tricky. Double, all full of double meanings. Whereas in Dorka it's more like just straightforward and just opulent. Thank God, it's very, very, very beautiful dramas. I, mean, I have the Kushakrata translated, other people too. And so, and gradually it's starting like, you know, 
Well, it's a very nice series. The Nectar of Instruction, Nectar of Devotion, Vidagda and Lagdamadama. A summary, complete science of Krishna consciousness, and example. Yeah. Probably mentioned this many times, and I just finally I kind of noticed he was doing that. He was mentioning like that. This is series like that. So when you're ready, you know, certain things start showing up. Yeah. If you're a hog and a dog, <laughs> but you don't want to be anymore, then prasadam comes. Right? You know? Yeah. A little more, a little kirtan. Like that. Okay. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Krishna, 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 Krishna,